Welcome to the Plants, Prana, and Purpose podcast. I'm your host, Paige Nelson, and together we will expand our minds and souls through conscious conversations. As a certified holistic nutritionist, yoga instructor, and wellness coach, I will be providing insights, tips, reflections, and inspiration on how to live a holistic, fulfilling, and aligned life. I am so excited and honored to have you here with me. Let's dive in. Hello, loves, and welcome back to the podcast and happy new year. I cannot believe it is already 2023. Time is just flying by right in front of us. I wanted to start today's episode giving you a little bit of an update on my life, what's going on, where I am. For those of you who are not on my Instagram, there has been a big shift since my last episode, so I'm going to start off there. So I am actually no longer in India, and I'm not going to dive too much into why, but I will speak about it a little bit. As you know, if you listen to my most recent episode, you know that I was in India working, teaching yoga um, at an Ayurvedic retreat center, and I was going to be there for three months. But unfortunately, something happened when I was there after my first week with the owner of the retreat center that made me not feel safe staying there any longer. Like I said, I'm not going to go into too much detail, but essentially he said something to me that I felt was a little bit inappropriate and him being a a male, someone who is older than me, someone who hired me to come there or was my superior, there is a boundary that has to be set when you are speaking to a woman and someone who you have hired to come to the space. So I made the extremely, extremely difficult decision to leave. And when I say it was extremely difficult, I really truly mean it because even though I didn't feel safe continuing to stay there, I felt that in that week that I was there, there was a part of my heart that was left in this retreat center. I made an Instagram post about this, but the retreat center I was at truly is just made up from pure love. And although I had this experience with the owner, I still truly believe that this place was built with the most wonderful intentions and is built from so much love in every single way. And the people that work there, literally smiling from ear to ear every time they see you, just the most kind-hearted, pure, loving people I think I've probably ever met. And the space itself was absolutely stunning. India, where I was in Kerala, was just magnificent and so peaceful. And the energy there is so, so incredible. And to be honest, I really, really miss it there. And I know that I will go back to India. And I know that I will specifically go back to because there is so much wisdom and so much to learn from that part of the world. So with that being said, I'm actually in Bali now, which is super exciting. My plan after India was always to come to Bali, but the timeline just got sped up a little bit. 
So I've been here for just over a week and I've been staying in Uluwatu and will be here for a total of two weeks. And then I am heading up to Ubud in a couple of days. So I'm very excited to move again and experience another part of Bali. But going back to the experience in India for a moment. Number one, this experience opened up a lot of old wounds and made me realize a lot of things about myself that need deep, deep healing and things that I thought I had either gotten over or worked through or healed that just truly were not as healed as I thought they were. And it kind of opened up wounds that date all the way back to my childhood of never feeling good enough, never fully believing in myself. And so my main focus now is to really focus on that healing. And I'm going to be taking some time, not away from my business, but not really working on a lot of creation because I really need to take this time for myself. And it's, I always say like healers need healers, coaches need coaches. And it was really interesting. I was having a conversation with my mom about how challenging it is to actually admit as a coach and as a healer to say, I actually need help and I need to take a pause from what I'm doing. So that is my focus right now. And will probably continue to be for a while. This stuff doesn't just heal overnight or in a week or even in a month. It's going to be a continuous process. But during the beginning stages, I really want to put a lot of love and focus and devotion into this work for myself. Another thing I wanted to bring up about this experience was... After this experience happened to me and after I arrived in Bali and settled in for a few days, I decided to post on Instagram talking a little bit about what happened. Again, not going really into detail, but just giving a preface and saying like, hey, I'm no longer in India and I'm in Bali now. And I had a really, really interesting experience sharing this story on my Instagram what I found so incredibly fascinating was that besides my family and besides one male friend of all of the men I know in my life, one male friend, not a single man reached out to me about what happened and about my experience, if I was okay, if I was safe. Only one single friend reached out. That was a man. I had so many messages from women women that I hardly even know messaging me and also women that are very close to me and women, you know, acknowledging and saying, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry this happened to you. Like a lot of women saying they've had similar experiences, a lot of women just being, you know, so proud of me for being empowered to listen to my intuition and make the choice to leave. And what I find so interesting about this situation is that I had to reflect for a while because at first, I was like, this is just annoying. <laughs> why why are none of my guy friends caring about what happened to me? And I didn't post for a response. I genuinely was just posting to be like, hey, guys, I'm in Bali. I actually didn't even want to post at first. I wasn't sure if I was going to. But I knew that if I started posting about things in Bali, there would be questions. So I decided to just give a little blurb about what took place. And after taking that time to reflect about none of my male friends initially answering and then that one friend reaching out to me 
it was the realization I had was that men simply do not understand what it is like to go through that kind of experience. And I'm not saying this as like a bash towards men. I'm not trying to like call them out and be like, you guys are so rude. Like that's messed up. I'm actually trying to bring awareness to the fact that men simply don't know what it is like to have that experience. And one of the things that the owner of the retreat center was trying to explain to me was that, you know, he wants men and women to be able to converse and have similar experiences and like for for us all to be on one playing field, which is so beautiful and so wonderful. But because of our society and because of our programming and the way we have been raised and generational trauma, that just is simply not the way it is, you know, like we have been raised in a society where women are suppressed and thank goodness right now that suppression is like going down so much and women are really rising up. But what we also need to remember in this is that it is not necessarily a man's fault that he doesn't understand what it's like to feel this way. And Of course, we can be upset or frustrated, but the only way that we can get this across to them is to talk to them about it and to explain. And that is a challenge. And I think that that's way more than just one conversation. This could be someone's life purpose or mission to help men understand what it's like to be in a woman's shoes. And I also think for women, there is like a... a a sort of healing that needs to happen around trusting men more, not letting a man's energy affect you in a certain way. I think your feelings are always valid and that's really important, but it's also always important to ask why you're feeling that way. And that for me was like, why am I feeling this way? Why am I so triggered by this man saying these words to me? And it wasn't because he had done something wrong to me before and It was because of my past experiences. And yeah, regardless of my past experiences, like this conversation may have still been triggering for me. But because of what I have been through in the past with not being able to trust certain people and being manipulated in the past, this was like extremely triggering for me. And so as women or someone who's in the experience as I am. I know this also goes beyond just a man talking to a woman, but all other forms of like either discrimination or anti-Semitism. But that is a whole other realm that I'm not going to get into right now. But with this situation with men and women, we have to also be vulnerable enough to express our feelings and to express how something makes us feel. And especially if it makes us feel unsafe or unsettled or not supported. So that's my little spiel on on that. And I hope that resonates with you. And, you know, one of my favorite coaches, she talks about this a lot. And she always talks about how these kinds of conversations, as a listener, this can be super triggering. And oftentimes this is triggering because it is somewhat of a reflection to your reality. And maybe you don't want to admit it. And obviously it might look a little bit different. It might not necessarily be like a man to woman conversation, but some part of this conversation is making you feel triggered because there's something that's resonating in your world. So 
with that being said, I, I ask you to just take a moment. If this does feel triggering for you, then just take a moment to ask yourself why. And if you are a man listening to this, like I said, we can't blame men for not understanding what it is like to be in a woman's shoes. But just as much as it is our job to, as women, to explain how we feel and how we feel unsafe and to heal wounds within ourselves, it also has to be a man's job to understand a woman and a woman's job to understand men. I think it's super important for us to learn about how we are different because we are different. And this doesn't mean just for a man and just for a woman. It means whatever you identify as. We all are different humans and different creatures and species and need to learn about how one another processes and emotes and communicates. So this leads me to speaking a little bit about my word for 2023, my my big intention for this year. And that intention or that word is devotion. And the reason that devotion is my word for this year is because I have been feeling like something is missing in my life. I've been feeling like something is blocking me from being the best version of myself and to reaching this like greater potential that I know I have, but I just feel like I'm being held back. And what I have realized is I really am just being held back by myself. And this has a lot to do with the healing that I need to do that was triggered from this most recent experience. But just talking a little bit about devotion, my intention is you know, being devoted to myself in all aspects of life, but like truly being devoted to my health, my healing, and my happiness. And what I realized is like, if somebody were to ask me, what makes you happy? Sometimes I actually have to genuinely take time to think about what does make me happy? I'm like, hmm, I don't know. It's not just an answer that I can come up with really quickly. It's something I actually have to take time to figure out. And it, it should be an answer that's so easy. I should be able to speak on like what lights me up. And the only way that I can figure out what makes me happy is by devoting time to discovering myself more, devoting time to my life journey, my healing, my path, and devoted to feeling my absolute best. Because I'm the only person that can help myself realize these things. Yes, there, there are healers, there are people and coaches that can, can help me uncover and, and discover and you know dig deep. But the first step to that is me being devoted to myself and asking for the coach, asking for help. So I'm wanting to redevote this entire year to being the energetic frequency of of the things, the people, and the desires that I want to call in my life, as well as figuring out what even those desires are. And since about October of this past year, I have just been feeling a little off, not fully myself. Like I literally felt like there was just a cloud over me or a fog over me that like has not been letting me be the radiant expressive, happy, joyful person that I am and and share my my passion and my love with people. I've kind of just felt like I've been floating through space and I've experienced this before and I and I've come back to this time and time again and I know that the only way that I can 
break through this pattern is to dive deep into my healing. And so I am super devoted to myself this year and want every single thing I do in my life, every action, every moment, every matcha, every meal to be a devotion to being my best self. I want to ask myself when I wake up in the morning, what is going to make me feel my best this morning? What is going to help me unblock what is in my way right now? And oftentimes that's something like meditation, yoga, moving my body, going on a walk, breath work. And then later in the day, if I'm going to eat a meal, not just eating, looking in the fridge and grabbing the first thing I see or going to a restaurant and ordering something that sounds yummy, but actually asking, okay, how's my body feeling right now? Do I feel heavy? Do I feel light? Do I feel grounded? Do I feel a little airy? If I'm feeling airy, then I definitely need a grounding meal. But if I'm feeling really grounded, then maybe I can go for something like a smoothie bowl or something with a juice or a smoothie. So being super intentional and devoted to literally feeling my best all the time. And that can be a lot of work. And I know it's not always going to be pretty. And I know it's not always going to happen. And I know it's not always going to be easy. But if every morning I can wake up and re-devote myself to myself, nobody else but myself, and trust that within this process, the universe is supporting me and protecting me, then that is enough. So that is my intention and my word for 2023. And I encourage you to maybe take some time if you haven't already and maybe come up with one word or a phrase that you can recommit to and come back to throughout this entire year, no matter what it looks like, no matter how things change, but one word, something that you can keep returning to, to remind yourself of how you want to be, who you want to be and how you can get there. And for me, that is devotion. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. And I'm so happy to be back and recording and here in Bali. And I will see you in the next episode. Thank you again for listening to the Plants, Prana, and Purpose podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to stay up to date with the release of my next episode. If you feel inspired by what was on the pod today, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly helps the podcast so much. In addition, if you're feeling called to support the podcast in another way, you can send a donation using the link in the show notes. Any small contribution truly makes a difference. This will help me consistently create and put out content for you guys. I am sending each and every one of you all of my love. See you next.